passionate, driven, enthusiastic, euphoric. This is who we are as entrepreneurs, but how we leverage these incredible attributes to dream and build businesses that scale and grow is what this podcast is all about. Hello, I'm attorneypreneur Josh Brown, and welcome to Franchise Euphoria. Welcome back to another episode of Franchise Euphoria. Today, I'm thrilled to have on Jack, Jeff McManus. I have known Jeff for quite some time, and we'll kind of get into that during the interview, but Jeff is known for growing things. Yes, that kind of sounds a little bit odd, <laughs> but, but, but he's not odd at all. He's, he's the director of landscape services at the University of Mississippi. He grows plants. He grows people. He grows ideas. Jeff is a problem solver understanding that doing more with less is a 21st century mandate. Faced with a multi-million dollar landscaping beautification project, a demand for excellence, high productivity, and with a stagnant budget, Jeff knew that growing the people was critical to growing the plants. I just love that. And hey, Jeff, welcome to the show. Hey, Josh, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's it, it's a very good intro, but it, I, I'm an entrepreneur, man. Let's just don't hide it. Okay, I'm an entrepreneur, and I, I love it. And so when I do this job, I, I think like an entrepreneur. I, I probably don't. I'm like the fish going a different way in a, in this agency here, and we just do things different in my department. So it's a lot of fun. So well, see people, it's see awesome. People grow. And yeah. I have the benefit, you know, the audience doesn't know this, but I'll tell them right now, Jeff and I were part of the same mastermind group, um, the 48 days mastermind led by, led by Dan Miller and others for, for quite some time. So I've kind of gotten to witness a little bit of your emergence into this space, uh, with this whole idea from weeders to leaders and you getting out and speaking. And I've been, I've been so impressed with how you, how you've done it. Obviously you've had a great success, but just how you've gone about doing it and, and maintaining true to yourself um, yeah. and sort of building something bigger and broader from your know-how with managing landscaping, which is just really, really cool, I think. And I think it's applicable for my audience because one of the things that is a big time struggle in the franchise arena is there's a lot of people who can go buy franchises. There's a lot of people yep. who can grow their businesses, turn them into franchises. But there's a whole lot of people who don't know why they're doing that. And mm. and and there's a whole lot of people who, who don't know how to bring on good people. They don't know how to develop people. And I think, you know, what I want to dive in with with you today, Jeff, is 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 that aspect of it, because I think that's what you're particularly good at is like, you know, like they said, you, in order to grow plants, you got to grow people because those are the people who are treating those plants. I think it's, I think you can use that analogy across any business. Well, only if you want to make money, you're right. <laughs> you know, and only if you want to save money and only if you want more time and only if you want, you know, less stress. So you're right. So if you, you know, it's like, it's like taking care of your car. If you'll, if you'll service it, periodically and, and do it when it's supposed to, you won't have any problems with it, you know, for, for a long, long time. But if you don't service it, it's going to have a, some problems and you're going to, you're going to end up taking time to work on it. So I do, I've been very proactive with our teams and not only creating systems for them to operate in, but to also develop leaders. And that's been the key for us is, is to create the systems, let our, our people have 
input in developing these systems so that the systems become theirs. And then we make sure that they're always, always looking to increase the efficiency and do best practices. And who else better to do that than those frontline teams? So we're constantly modifying and looking how we do things. Don't be content in where we are. And the, the great thing is, is we're doing more now. 17 years later from when I first started on our campus, we're doing more now than we than we ever did, and we're doing it with fewer people in the field. So it's all about becoming efficient, having those systems in place. And I think that fits in with franchisees is they're wanting to have super efficient models. And and you and I, you were so good at helping me is when we came up with this whole this whole program, Landscape University. That thing's taken off, Josh. I mean, that thing's gone crazy uh, on what we developed here at Ole Miss. Well, see, and I want to talk about that, and 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 I'm going to get to that here in just a minute on the Landscape University. One thing, though, that just just strikes me, I think, is a good point um, to to kick off with a little bit is, you know, in your arena, right, with landscaping, and I have I have clients that are that are landscaping companies and looking to grow and and um, and franchise as well. And one of the challenges is is that you're, you're dealing with a very transient population a lot of times in the business. So you know, for, for for me, if you can develop great leadership skills, if you can develop, help develop, help pull out great character traits and and motivations and so forth, um, in that business, then 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 you can pretty much do it in any business. So I'm curious, at the University of Mississippi, I mean, how many give give or take in any time, how many people are you overseeing as director of the landscape services? Well, in landscaping, we have 33. I've got also an airport, believe it or not, that we run, and we run a golf course. So total, I'm running around 50 to 55 people full time, and we we hire students as well. So at any given time, we could have 60 to 60 people in a, in the busy season of the summer here with our students and so forth. But um, we only have 25 people in landscape services that actually work in the field. Wow. And, yeah. That doesn't seem like a lot for for it's a whole not. university and an it's airport. It's a thousand acres, and uh, it's all about creating. Uh, I have a, I do, a, I get to, to talk a lot about this in our industry, and I, you know, ways to to make your systems efficient. You know, how to make. Uh, it's not just the property, but it's in the office. It's in your people. It's how you conduct your meetings. It's how people view themselves. It's a whole process. But yeah, once you start getting that wheel turning in the right direction, man, it's amazing. It's fun to watch the thing go. Uh, it's, it's, I love it. I mean, I love seeing this thing come together now. Now, are you working with, do you have managers as well that you're working with who are managing oh, yeah. some of the other folks and, and are Absolutely. they, are they helping to, are they helping to train um, some of the some of the folks working in the field as well, I would imagine. Oh, sure, sure. That's why I'm able to do what I do. I mean, it's you know my my role has changed so significantly because I've I've trained people into my job each time I I work my way out of a, a position because I continually have people moving up. And I had one girl who was running a weed eater when I first got here, Denise, and she was I could tell she had a great attitude and I kept talking to her and. And gave her a little bit more responsibility. She initially pushed back and saying, I just, I don't know that I'm the right person, but we gave her the confidence that, you know, she, yeah, we think you can do this. And eventually she led a team of people. She became a supervisor. And then when I took over the airport and the golf course, I said, uh, Denise, I'm, I need somebody to, 
really oversee the entire operations here on campus, the main campus for landscaping. And I said, I think you're going to be a great pick for that. And she's like, I don't know. I can't, I'll be the boss to my bosses now who used to be my boss. I can't do that. And, you know, we just kept working with her and we said, Hey, let's try it. And my goodness, she did an incredible job. And today she runs day to day operations and landscape services. So yeah, we've truly developed weeders into leaders and, and she's, we've had three, Two, our manager at the airport and our manager at the golf course were entry-level people at one time. We we truly de- de- believe in developing leaders here. That's that's the key to our success and our culture here. What's the what's the biggest challenge or you know, the most consistent challenge that you found in helping people develop that way? I mean, is it is it a mindset shift? Is absolutely. It, yeah. It's 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 a mindset, but what you find is is a lot of people are on the fence on how to think at work. They're watching leaders, they're watching the official leaders, and then they're watching the unofficial leaders at work to see what they're going to emulate. So what what I did, Josh, is I had to start being proactive and doing a class called Leader to Leader where we actually started working on just one characteristic, one uh, quality uh, a month. So this past month, we talked about enthusiasm and what does that mean? Um, we, we've talked about the word adaptability. And we we build these so that our folks have, they can hear themselves talk about these things in a very positive way. And it's made our team stronger, uh, growing our culture in, the, in a way that people have their core values line up together. We even created our own landscape creed of our values, and we say it every Monday morning in our department meeting, uh, reminding us and and also introducing our new people to what our culture is all about. So does all that work? Does that tie into what you had mentioned previously about Landscape University? Tell us a little bit about Landscape University. Well, all these things are moving around in in, in, in typically our department, but any business, too. Because we work, I've worked with a lot of businesses on on this, but you got a lot of moving pieces. And and you, as an owner or a committee, you're trying to get your hands around everything you're doing, and you want to have a, a way that you know all your people are up to speed and a bit trained. And there there needs to be some accountability. Well. Josh, it took us about four years to come up with this program, Landscape University, where we created our levels and the classes and who needs to go to what and all these type of programs. And we launched this thing in 2013, and we didn't even have all the classes finished, but we had enough going. And, boy, did it really help us get organized, and it helped us even go even more. I mean, we were already good. We were. We were really efficient, but it even took us to another level because our staff were even being empowered at a higher level where they knew what the standards were. So they could they felt comfortable saying, hey, this is not how we do it out in the field. They would they would call somebody and say, you know, this is not our standard. This is not the Ole Miss way, the University of Mississippi way. This is the way we do it. And so there was a lot of accountability, not just with the leaders, but with each other. So that really got us organized. And then you remember the old days, Josh, when we were in first grade and the teacher would put our name 
all of our names in the class on one side, and then she'd give us a star, put a star by yeah. our name if we did something good. Hey, I never well, had we, too many stars by my name, just so you know. I don't believe you, Josh. I think you, have, <laughs> you were probably that kid. You were probably the teacher's pet. You know, <laughs> but but we do that here. We do, we do all the classes, and so as you uh, pass the class, you get um, a little sticker by your name, and it's amazing the the pride the accountability, all the neat things that happen by just having that visible to our staff. No longer can anybody say, well, I wasn't trained on that or I didn't know that. But also there's that point of pride of, you know, this is our standards. We This is how we do it. So we've seen a seen that really not help us, but help others that we've uh, shared with as well. Well, one of the interesting things just in hearing you talk is, you know, everything you're mentioning it, you know, they're the little things. That, and, and so often, you know, when in talking with, with people in business and, and you know, running multiple businesses, um, I, I think so often people think the only way to motivate people is by paying them more money. And it's interesting to me that you never once mentioned money during everything that you've just described. So, I mean, that's, that's fascinating to me. And I think it's a lesson through all of this is that, you know, people just want to be paid attention to and 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 made to feel as though their jobs and what they're doing are important and that they're adding value well you're right and everybody needs to be paid a fair wage and and what's what's good and you get in a situation where you realize you know we're not going to be able to pay any more than what the, the state that the university allows. So at some point you have to figure out really what motivates people. And if you fall for the trap that money's the only motivator, then you'll stay in a really slippery slope because people won't remember that very long. I believe in giving employees fair wages. I mean, they need that. Absolutely. But this, but this is, this is really taking as far as point of pride and the things uh, that also motivate people. people. You know, if you read the Daniel Pink's book, Drive, the three things that motivate people are a purpose. They want to know they have purpose in life. They want to have mastery of whatever it is they're doing. Landscape University is a great way for mastery. And then they have they want to know that they have autonomy. They have a little bit of control over their time. He said those are the three things that most people are looking for. And we they get a lot of autonomy when they go out into the field on what they're doing, and we're not micromanaging them um, every step of the way. So those are those are the key elements of what motivates people to be excited. But when you talk about a purpose, you know you have to look deeper of what your business is doing what it really does and why you're doing it. And when you can answer that why, why you're doing this, that truly inspires, especially this younger generation that's coming along of why do I need to spend you know, eight hours outside in the hot sun, weed eating and cutting grass and doing these things that are hard. And if, you're hard, you know, if your heart's in the right place of, well, we're really helping these people because they don't have time, and these people here may even be doctors who are going to cure cancer, and you're going to be a part of that because you're taking something off their plate. You're allowing them to come home and have this retreat, this refreshing area to come home and meditate in. And, and you look for just ways to tie the purpose of what you do into a bigger picture of why you're there. Well, and money becomes the byproduct of that, right? I mean, because yeah, as, right. you, as you develop better purpose, or more, I, I should say clear purpose, uh, better mastery, um, 
And if you're if you're somewhat happy or autonomous, able to be autonomous in what you do, you know, you're going to do your job pretty well. Um, yeah. and, and and I think that that's that's real important. I mean, I I think one of the hardest things. Um, and I've been at this for a bit now with with my own businesses, and I know you have too. And and there's just no way around it. One of the hardest things is not only finding good people, but keeping good people. And mm. and and the only way that you can do that is to invest in them, not just financially, but invest in them as people, um, so that you can help them, so that you can help them grow. You right. know, I think there used to be a mindset of, you know, you don't want somebody to grow too big because then you grow them out of your business. I I, I would think that's that's got to be probably one of the most rewarding things is that if you get somebody who comes in um, at a lower level at your university and shows great leadership and ultimately works their way to where they maybe leave and go start their own landscape company, that's got to feel pretty good, I would think. It does. I mean, that's happened. I mean, we've had some great people come here. And we're continually growing them, and they do. They outgrow us, and we want to help them get to that next level, whatever it is. I mean, I've encouraged folks to let us know when you're looking for a job. We'll help you. Uh, we're not going to hold it against you, and that's a different culture. That's a different mindset. I've got a guy who started his own landscaping business. I've got guys who've moved on to different departments uh, who are running departments, and so we're just a constant uh, – culture of growth and leadership. You know, John Maxwell had a great quote. Uh, is something to the effect of uh, why, why to train people? It was to the effect of, well, I don't want to train people because the only thing they'll do is leave once I train them. And the alternative is what? Then we don't train them. And, and so then what do you got? You know, you got somebody <laughs> yeah. that's just sitting there working for you untrained. So, We've had a lot of great ones leave, but we also have some great ones who have stayed, and we continue to to recruit really top people to our department. So for those listening that are saying, yeah, this is fantastic, but how do you find the time to do this? I mean, you said four four years with Landscape University. Um, I'm sure it's taken um, a lot of time to put your systems and your processes in place. How did you find the time to do all that and still get your daily chores, as they say, done? Well, for us, we're fortunate that a lot of our outs, our, our work is outside. So days that we could not work outside, we we would constantly work on Landscape University. We would do that on bad weather days. But now when we do it is we just schedule it. We just schedule it on a Friday, usually after lunch. We may spend an hour on things, doing the classes, maybe developing a class. But if you don't plan it on a calendar, uh, put it on the calendar, it won't happen. And anything that's going to make you money, make you more efficient, I think is pretty important. And not only that, it 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 puts you in your real purpose of, of for me, of developing people and growing growing people and affecting their lives and making them uh, allowing them the opportunity to get better so that's really important so we schedule that um, right now we're doing it once a week uh, on Friday afternoons but the cool thing is Josh is we we created a conference it's the first Wednesday of every April Wednesday and Thursday we do a conference here on campus how to create your own landscape university and we only take 10 people. Uh, last year, we were sold out in January. Really? Uh, yeah, here on campus. And so it's here at the University of Mississippi. And then um, uh, 
it's been great. We, we show people what we've done. We, we show them quickly how they can get to do theirs. It won't, it won't take them four years. We've, we've done the hard work. And so the University of Mississippi now holds this conference and we've had people all across the United States here, but we keep it small intentionally because we want to be able to work with people from across and, uh, all different businesses, not just landscaping businesses. Landscape businesses has been our focus. It's funny you ask that here on campus, but I've been, uh, me personally, I'm working with several companies that are not landscaping companies, but that's, that's sort of my, what do you, uh, the, the side, side things that the I'm The side hustle. Well. That's side hustle. That's right. I'm working with actually a real estate company, believe it or not. That's an well, investment. Well, it makes company. sense, Jeff. It makes sense because it's the same. I mean, it's people want to do the same thing you're doing, just in a different business and setting oh, up yeah. that. You know, being able to, you know, Landscape University gives a very efficient model for how yes. to do that because yeah. it, it, most of it is is most of it um, digital and online. And videos and so forth. It's 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 funny you asked that question because we really went old school with this. You we did. went old school. Yeah, we stayed. We've we went digital for a while, and we we for our in house staff, and then we just found that old school does something with our team element that when we're there together to keep it pencil and paper right in front of everybody. So we teach this old school, and I love that. Yeah, we really do. And then when I teach it, like I'm going down to a, a major university and, and later on a couple of weeks and I'm going to work with them with their, their huge school. If I mentioned it to you, you know, um, and we're going to do landscape university for their department. And I've been to several universities as well and, and do it. So the universe, the university of Mississippi has been awesome because they know that this sets them up as the leader. So they allow me to do this side hustle, uh, which is one of the reasons I love working here. I get the best of both worlds. I get to, to work a great, great place here, but also get to represent them and have fun doing this as a side hustle. So yeah, it's, it, it, it's really when you get when I start showing it to people and developing and so forth, it's old school makes a lot of sense. And then when we host where to host it, you know, that could become something that does online that they might do internally. Online well, digital's well. just, you know, digital's just a tactic. I mean, seriously, yes. it's, 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 you know, it doesn't, it doesn't replace the, it doesn't replace, you know, nothing. This is what I found. I mean, and, you know, I, I think there's a big, craze on the digital side and certainly there's no disrespect to that because digital when it's automated it's uh um you know a, a, as our friend dan miller likes to say swiss money you know sales while while i sleep soundly but That's um right. but but still at its core um you know d digital is just a means of delivery um mm. and and it's a means of it's a means of automation but i think you know really um and those things change. Those things change over time uh, with the technology and everything. But the but the core of what's going to lead businesses and business owners to develop great businesses, great leaders, great people um, is is, is go, goes beyond just whether it's whether it's digital or not. That's what I love about it. So I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm curious because you know people might wonder: Do you do any? Um, I know you said you're working with a real estate company. So is is that is that a coaching element to what you're doing or, or and if so what is that how do, how do people get to work with you um and 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 what are sort of what what are your options for that well i'm i'm real picky joshua who i, I work with I, I only work with people who really want 
to go to take their people to the next level and are people driven. I don't I don't like to work with people who are just money driven as far as just trying to make that extra buck. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but I want to be investing in people. And so I'm very selective who I work with and I'm easy to easy to work with as far as scheduling. But what I typically do is we'll coach their key leaders or if it's a small group. Um, we'll coach the entire team and come up with ideas and ways to fashion this to make it work, customize it for them. One shoe doesn't fit every person in this in this area. So we 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 have the basic structure set up and I know what that should look like. But some often the classes are going to be a little bit different. The answers are within the people I work with. And my job is to draw those answers out from them to facilitate it and to give them the confidence to build the system. And that's that's what what I do pretty effectively on my side. Well it sounds great. You've certainly got a you, you've certainly got a very successful um uh, reputation and history of doing that. And I, and like I said, I'm just really happy that you're having, you're having great success for it. And for those interested, um, you know, Jeff can be, Jeff can be found at jeffmcmanus.com. That's J E F F M C M A N U S.com. Uh, as well as on Twitter at Jeff McManus and, uh, Facebook at, uh, Jeff.McManus. 16. Um, I'm curious, you had, you, you had the book readers to leaders, right? Yeah. Is yeah. It, it's coming it, out. Do, do you, is it, is it, uh, see, I thought it was, is it already out? It's not out yet. It's out in Kindle. Okay. Kindle version's out. And then my launch date is September the 6th. And so pre-orders are going in right now. It's called growing weeders into leaders, leadership lessons from the ground level. I've had a, I've had some great great opportunities to to even do a lot of pre-sales, so I'm excited. But what I thought I'd do for your group is uh, I'm going to have some bonus things, uh, videos, and some things that I'm giving away for anybody in your group that signs up. Uh, I was going to offer just a special package of my one day uh, leadership conference that I do, give it to them for free on a PDF. Uh, it's a really neat on how I develop. Uh, frontline people and frontline managers as well. And if you just go to jeffmcmanusspeaking.com slash euphoria. Fantastic. jeffmcmanusspeaking.com forward slash euphoria. Thank you for that, Jeff. That's very yeah. generous. I really appreciate yeah. that. And thank you again for, for, for coming on. You and I certainly can talk can can talk uh, can talk longer. We probably will do so off the recording. But uh, <laughs> it's 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 great to interview you, uh, and and I can and I can speak firsthand for for obviously what kind of guy you are and your character. And I would encourage um, anybody who's listening, who's interested in developing their people, developing themselves, to to reach out to you, um, to 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 go to your site to get your information, um, because you're you're first class all the way. And so I I really appreciate that. Well, Josh, thank you, and uh, your listeners already know this, but you were one of the people I tapped to figure out some of the things I needed to do with Landscape University. So I, I highly recommend you to your listeners. To I don't know how you're structured now. You may, with all all that you do, you're a, a great resource in this world. So thank you for what you do, and uh, thank you for your help in my world and what I did a few years ago. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate that. Okay. All right. Have a good rest of the day. Thank you. All right, Josh. Take care. 
Thanks for being with us today on the Franchise Euphoria podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to go to iTunes and provide a review. Also, please remember that although Josh Brown is a licensed and practicing attorney, nothing contained in this podcast should be construed as legal advice, because it is not. The information contained in this podcast is general and educational in nature, and none of it should be relied upon as legal advice. That being said, if you have questions for Josh and would like to contact him, please email him at josh at franchiseuphoria.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you tune in to our next weekly episode.